Hello. Hello. Okay, we are live because it's Monday at noon and that is what I'm doing with you. How are you? How was your weekend? How's everything going? I hope you're feeling happy. I know I certainly am. I will admit, I will fully admit, guys, I am opening the doors to my life. I had a tough kind of week or two, you know. Um, I broke up with my mom. That's a tough one. That's a really huge one. Uh, we can talk about so many things today, whatever it is that you want to touch on. Do you want to talk about your relationships? Do you want to talk about dating? Do you want to talk about maybe somebody you know that's having an issue, having a problem with something, and you're trying to give them advice and you're wondering, what would I say in this situation? I know we've had people pop up and do that. Uh, what's on your mind? It doesn't even have to be about dating or relationships because I am live here with Rebecca Thomas. Both of us are life coaches. Both of us can guide you through the tough spots in your life. That's why we show up every Monday at noon because we wanna share with you what our specialty is, which is clarifying those tough spots, which is helping you through whatever blockages you might have, whatever might be keeping you back, whatever obstacles you have to overcome, we're here because we love you and, and we have so much love and so much joy and so much wonderful stuff in our lives and we understand the ups and downs and we want to help you get through yours and get to the place that we're at which is really settled and really supported and really loved and just having what we need. So uh, let's see if Rebecca is up here yet. Um, what am I supposed to do here? Tell your friends to watch. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know about that. Um, let's just see. Oh, hello. Hi. How are you, lovely? Hello. Hello. So we got, we got you guys popping on now. Uh, how are you doing? What is your question? What do you want to know? Uh, we're just waiting for Rebecca to pop on so that I can bring her in. Um, as usual, Mondays at noon, we do this with you. We take your questions and we give you advice or maybe give you the advice that you want to give somebody that you love. Just help you through whatever might be weighing you down. Hello, lovely. So good to see you. Do you have a question for us today? I want you to think of us as like a magic eight ball and you're going to shake it up. And you're going to ask your question and we will give you the answers that lighten your load, that make you feel a little bit better, that maybe add some excitement because now you've got some clarity, you've got some steps, you've you've got some tools. Uh, that is what we are all about, is just giving you things to help you through. Uh, let's just see if Rebecca has popped up yet. Oh, hey, check it out. This is the view on the other side of where I am, guys. Is that not amazing? Um, so where I'm shooting right now is actually in my husband's office. I wonder if you could see Lulu. Let me do this. There's little Lulu right there. Um, this is the room just off of my husband's office and it's kind of like a sort of like a spare bedroom kind of thing in a way um, and uh, and you know he just kind of like keeps the stuff here and Lulu comes and hangs out with me hi how are you get to see some people popping up so wonderful uh, hi darling. Oh my goodness. Atusa. I love that. How are you today, Atusa? Do you have some questions for us? What can we help you with? 
that's what we're here for. What's your dear Chantal? Uh, in case you don't know, I have a website, canadasdatingcoach.com. I have a blog. I have tons of of like dear Chantal's questions, advice on there. Rebecca is on. Hi, Rebecca. Yes. Uh, sent a request. Thank you very much. Rebecca. Good waiting for Rebecca to pop on. I love it, love it, love it. I see you guys are piling in. Hello, Rebecca, how are you? Good, how are you? So, so good. How is it over there in Grand Rapids, Michigan? Uh, it's a little cloudy, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Yeah, did yep. you have a good weekend? We had an amazing weekend. We went to Detroit this weekend to see family and friends. So yeah, no complaints. We had an amazing weekend. Nice. Yeah. What about so I have those social connections. Mm -hmm. um, so we're waiting for some questions, waiting for yeah. some people shake that magic eight ball, ask us some questions, get us going. Um, did you know that I hosted a speed dating event on Saturday? First off, Say that again, sorry. I looked super cute first off. <laughs> oh, I gotta say, I love Value Village because I was wearing this like super gorgeous little Value Village dress I got for like maybe 20 bucks and, uh -huh. and everybody was loving it. So that was good. Um, and we had, uh, what is it? We had 19 people. We had seven matches come out of it. Oh, that. That's yeah. crazy. This, this was certainly my most successful event. Um, it was super, super fun. Um, I'd, I've never had so many matches in one event. Uh -huh. uh, we did it in a whole new venue. Hey, 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 I see some new people popping up. Guys, we want your question because Rebecca and I, we can chat anytime, but what we really <laughs> want to do, what we really want to do is we want to show you how good we are at giving you clarity. So somebody needs to ask us a question so that we can give you some tools, give you some steps, give you some advice, give you some clarity, give you some yep. peace of mind. I think that's really what our talent is. Um, yeah, we just want to unleash the goodness that's inside of us. Yeah, just want to share mm -hmm. it with everyone. They can be as happy as we are. Yes, and that's that's the whole point, right? Is like we're always infecting each other with our vibes. Uh -huh. And you know, it's either you're gonna infect each other with sadness, uh you know, dysfunction, vomiting, mm. class pain into your relationship, or you will infect each other with happiness and and that happiness comes from being able to build it up inside of yourself and being able to create it. Absolutely. Uh, question for you, Rebecca, what would be like somebody who says, okay, you know what, like, I'm not feeling happy. What mm. would you tell them? What would be some tips that you'd give them? Um, well, the first thing I would wonder is like, what kind of energy they surround themselves with. So like, what kind of people and relationships are they interacting with on a daily basis? Because that's always a good place to start or even like, aesthetically in your environment like are there things in your house or your apartment or wherever you're staying that make you happy whether you know a dog or a cat or just beautiful things to look at or encouraging books and content to read those are some places i would start but then just 
paying attention to like what makes you happy and incorporating more of that. So whether you're looking for an emotional goal and trying to find out like how to reverse engineer making that come up more or whether it's um, just the type of activities you participate in and just really paying attention to what those things are so that you can do more of them. Mm -hmm. Yes, agree 100%. I'm going to add a few things to that. Um, You know, I love how you said environment because, Mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes we can get overwhelmed by what's surrounding us. Um, Uh And that can be, did you you hear that by the way? I did. Was that Lulu? Yes, Maggie. I'm going to go get Maggie. Aw. Come on, Maggie. (laughs) Come on, babies. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, you, you, it, sometimes the mess around us can, can weigh us down. Mm-hmm. So even doing like a little bit of cleaning, a little bit of tidying up, just to sort of clear the clutter around you to help clear the clutter inside of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I mean, I went through like a super deep depression and the way that I started pulling myself out of it and the way that I keep myself out of it is doing gratitudes, is making sure that I am appreciating what's around me and and just sort of pausing and going, okay, what is it that is beautiful? What Mm -hmm. is it that is worth being grateful for? And then I'll take those moments and and just kind of go, you know, and it calms your mind, right? It's kind of like a a form of meditation to do that. And usually when people aren't happy, it's because their minds are spinning too much. So it really helps you train yourself to quiet your mind. And that can help create more happiness too. that, that shrunken amygdala, which is your fight or flight, which is your stress, fear and anxiety. And sometimes it just goes off on its own, because it's so active, because there's so many things in our lives that are stressing us out. And it's like a muscle, right? So every time something legitimately stresses us out, it makes that muscle stronger. But Mm -hmm. then, you know, and some people might not know this, but when you work out, like really actually go to the gym and work out and and do those physical things, that workout continues to burn calories after you're done working at the gym because your Mm -hmm. muscles are still I don't know, doing something, right? Creating some form of energy that's still burning calories. So they say like you work out not just to make yourself stronger and not just to burn off calories, but like to continuously burn calories and continuously be stronger. And it's the same thing with your amygdalas. The more things stress you out without you balancing it with with quieting exercises, the more it's just gonna keep creating that stress, fear and anxiety response, even mm-hmm. if there's nothing in front of you making you feel those emotions. And so taking those those quiet times and just going, okay, what can I notice around me that is a source of happiness that I'm just not being quiet enough to notice and really just kind of inhaling those things so that you can give yourself even just a moment a piece of time because like those stress responses that keep giving you stress responses even when nothing is stressing out those quiet moments will keep giving you quiet moments even when there's stressful things that are happening Mm -hmm. and it's funny too because talking about the environment i mean another reason that it's such a place a great place to start as far as finding that happiness or more of it is because we can control so many more things than we usually realize until we, until we really have an awareness of how much we can control. But your environment, your living environment is someplace where you have access to 
you control what's in it, what's around you. So it's a really simple, easy place to start as far as incorporating what you can control and how you wanna shift that um, and creating such a shift and change, not only in your environment, but in your mind too. Yeah, uh, I wanna remind anybody who's watching that we love questions. Mm -hmm. So feel free to ask us questions. Like it doesn't matter what we're saying. It doesn't matter if it's completely off the topic mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Cause we're just saying stuff to fill in time right now because we want you to ask us questions. We really want this to be about you. Um, and I, I, Rebecca, I love what you said about control because there's actually been like a topic that's swirling around in my head lately. Yeah. And I've written like a little something about that. And that's like, sort of like an ism, I'm gonna call it a Chantal ism, which uh -huh. is pain is unacceptance. Mm -hmm. And and where that idea comes from is if I think of any source of emotional pain, um, anything, anything, and then mm -hmm. I, if I ask myself this question, what am I not accepting? Mm -hmm. Then that source is gonna be because there's something that I'm just not accepting. Hey, you guys, mm -hmm. I see some new Hi. people. Ask us some questions, please. We love, love, love questions. We are like the dear Abbies of Instagram. Load it on us. Load it on us, you guys. There is nothing you can ask us that is out of bounds. Hello, hello, nice to see you. There is, I mean, listen, if we don't know, we'll say we don't know, but chances are between the two of us, we're gonna have yep. a pretty good answer for you. Yeah. Yep. So until somebody, pops up question uh, can I tell you a little bit about my weekend because yes, it, it definitely applies to what both of us do so you know with my history that I found true love not only once but twice now and part of that is because one of the men that I was seeing very seriously ended up passing away suddenly um, but I've remained incredibly good friends I mean we're family he his family and I are still super super close we always mm -hmm. will have such an amazing connection because of him and his family is definitely like the gift that keeps on giving. Um, and one of the things that I appreciate about my boyfriend right now so much is the fact that he is not threatened by that part of my past. He is yeah. receiving of it and understanding of it. And I think he definitely appreciates like how that happening led us to each other um, but part of what happened this weekend is he went to the east side of the state with me and was able to meet their the family and it was mm. just amazing to have them all in the same space and so so refreshing to see like that acceptance of each other and just that connection and the appreciation for each other and and watch that and be able to like have so much pride and love fill my heart from all of that because of where everything has come and how it has all come together and let me truly shine um, without trying to push down any part of the pain or anything that I've been through or try to, you know, hide things because maybe I would have been uncomfortable with it or afraid that somebody else was uncomfortable with it. But because I was honest with him from the beginning about what had happened in my past, it's allowed all of that to blossom. And now we're at a point where, yeah, we're all just like one big happy family. So that's been a huge blessing, but that's what we did this weekend. So yeah. I love that. It's yeah. such a, it's such a testament to what good men are. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you for that heart. 
Yeah. Uh, George said a word of four letters that resumes the meaning of life is love. Love, love, love. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. Uh, a good, good, good man. Mm -hmm. You know, he's confident, right? Yep. Like, yep. And that confidence leads him to be able to love you in a very functional way. Mm -hmm. And in that mindset, that functional loving mindset is I am happy so long as my partner is happy. And I'm not, I don't, I don't actually literally mean that. Like if, if my husband right. is unhappy, it doesn't mean I'm unhappy and vice right. versa. Like, you know, because part of being functional in a relationship is having a handle on your emotions and not tying mm -hmm. your emotional roller coaster to someone else's ride. Um, and that separation of emotion actually helps you be the pillar of support when they are going through a downtime because you are sustaining yourself. But a mark of a good man is his desire to see you be happy. And there is no limit to that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm going to be happy as long as you separate yourself from certain people. It's I'm okay. going to be happy that you're happy and I will support your happiness. And I don't have ego in this yeah. saying, you know, like you must kowtow to me kind of thing. So love of what you're saying. He's such a good man. I love what you say about him. Uh-huh. No, he's amazing. It's just, you know, cause I dated a couple other guys before I ended up dating him. Um, and there were, there were definitely times where some of the people were really insecure or threatened about the fact that I had that tie. Like, you know, it's yeah. not a, and we weren't married, but at the same time, like we intended on living the rest of our lives together. So it was really, really serious. So, you know, it took me a long time after everything happened with the one that passed away to figure out like how to handle it, but also, you know, when was a good time to express it and how to move forward and how much they needed to know and when they needed to know it. And I just you know, really chose all of those steps thoughtfully and carefully so that when it got to that point and we had the discussion about what had happened in my past, you know, because one of the ridiculous questions that always gets asked is, why are you still single? Well, sometimes that's a loaded question. <laughs> so yeah. I got to the point where uh, we had that conversation, you know, he asked all the right questions. He wanted to know, you know, how close we were, how long it had been since it had happened, what my relationship with the family still was. Um, and he just asked really thoughtful questions from his end too. So it's just been amazing to see all that come full circle and all those pieces of me keep feeding into each other because I have such these loving, supportive, um, amazing presences around me. So, and he's definitely a huge piece of that too, you know, to be in the presence of somebody else's family like that, you know, it would be really easy for somebody to feel threatened or insecure or, you know, question like everything behind it or want to know more, just even be uncomfortable. And he wasn't any of those things. So it was just, it was amazing. And that speaks a huge testament to who he is too. And the kind yeah. of out there. So yeah, kudos to the good guys, <laughs> not guys. Not kudos to the good men. <laughs> Yes, kudos to the good men. Yep. Yeah. And and the guys who want to become good men, right? And they yep. will if there's a woman that they meet that, you know, and she she has that standard and that's that's something that we love to teach is yep. sort of elevating yourself so that you elevate your standard and then defining that standard so that the, you know, whoever it is that wants to be with you when they want to find out what it takes to be beside you, you can define it. And when you can define it, you can achieve it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, having was... been in love with someone is, oh. we got a comment here. So having been in love with someone and it came to a point that distance now separates them, how can they make the relationship work without doubting each other? So it sounds like this is about long-term relationships and how to trust each other when there's like a physical distance between you. What's your advice on that? So I would be speaking from experience with this one. Um, when I was in that serious relationship before, before the tragedy happened, we actually, when we first started seeing each other, we were an hour, an hour apart, um, which wasn't horrible, but it wasn't always the easiest either. But then um, after my brother passed away and I ended up moving even further away, we sat down and had a very intentional conversation around, okay, now we're going to have even more distance separating us and just being really honest and transparent about you know, okay, this is what's going to happen. This is what this looks like. Do we want to pursue this or not? So we were really upfront about that part, that part first and foremost. Um, but even before that, I, I used to be incredibly insecure. Um, I had some huge trust issues for a million different reasons. And I had really worked on that part with myself. So in this situation, um, saying that he's been in love with someone, um, and distance now separates separates them. It makes me wonder what exactly happened in the past, why those trust issues are there, whether the relationship itself was broken or whether it's something that each of them independently struggles with and how that's translating into the long distance relationship. Um, once we decided per, to pursue the longer distance relationship, I mean, there were times we didn't see each other for three months and there were zero trust issues and um, that came from the work we had done on both of ourselves but also because we were just very transparent and consistent we were very consistent about contacting each other you know we we always responded if something came up we would acknowledge it but then say hey can i get a hold of you later we just we never gave each other a reason to doubt each other and that was what carried us through yeah Transparency and consistency. Absolutely. Hey, Tara, how are you? Um, yeah, and that's just the thing. It's, uh, first of all, know each other's love language mm-hmm. um, because that way you know how to effectively fill each other's love bank. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know what your love language is or what your partner's love language is, then uh, um, then go online, Google five love language quiz, click on images. After Google gives you the results, you're going to see a 30 question quiz, print it out. You do it. Have your partner do it. That way, you know, whatever the whatever that result is, that's what you know to do most for mm-hmm. the other person. And then transparency, 100%, um, you know, be kind to each other's insecurities. Uh, insecurities sometimes are, are there early, but they can fade over time. But really insecurity is, is just a fear of loss. So recognize it as that and just be kind towards it, be generous about it. Um, and, and that consistency, just mm-hmm. always keeping your word, right? So if you say, I'm going to call you at four o'clock and you're stuck somewhere at four o'clock, um, manage to get a text or an email out saying, you know, look, I can't do this right now. I love you. I'm going to get to you as soon as I can. And then also like, it's okay to apologize for even the smallest things, because if small slights, like say you, you didn't manage to you know to call at four o'clock um start the conversation once you do 
see them, talk to them, FaceTime, whatever, with, I'm so sorry, you know, and those little apologies really help keep things on a small scale because if you miss three, four o'clock phone calls in a short period of time, but you never say, I'm sorry, then that lack of apology builds mm -hmm. up into somebody feeling like they're not being respected, they're not being appreciated, um, you know, so just be really super sensitive to each other's emotions and you'll find that that distance doesn't feel so big mm -hmm. and FaceTime as much as possible. <laughs> and I would say even on top of that, like not even just consistency and like emotions and uh, communication, but also looking and being realistic with how much and when you can spend time with each other. So like how far is the distance? and then setting up a schedule and honoring it as much as possible where, okay, we're gonna FaceTime this time or we're gonna get together physically at this point and then keeping that consistency because that also builds that comfort and that trust too. Because even Brian, yeah. or he just recently moved in, my boyfriend just recently moved in and we didn't live that far apart before but we always had date night on Wednesday nights and then when we see each other once a weekend um, at the very least but those were our consistent times and even after he moved in you know it's easy to start taking things for granted if you don't continue to make sure that they're special and treat them as so so we mm -hmm. talked about from the beginning how even once he moved in we were going to want to continue to do that where we're going to still have date night once a week and still have special time with each other at least once a weekend even though we were together every day so that definitely helps too yeah yeah it does and it gives you something to look forward to mm -hmm. yep yeah so. i don't have date night with my husband i have <laughs> i have snuggle time yeah <laughs> every night is snuggle time uh -huh. every night of bedtime basically and then yep. and then we fall asleep together and you know mm -hmm. but and i've talked about this too though like every day is kisses so there's no lack of intimacy in our relationship mm -hmm. even though we both work really long hours and are you know apart from each other for the majority of the day right the time that we are together really is very quality time mm -hmm. uh so you know and and there's just a lot of value and respect that we have towards each other uh -huh. um a lot of honesty a lot of appreciation um but just that those kisses oh those kisses they make just everything everything mm -hmm. beautiful yeah so we got some people on guys do you have some questions i see we have some new faces up here um i want to know what your question is doesn't matter what it is you want to know about doesn't matter if it's about you or about someone else mm -hmm. uh you know last time we had some some people who were asking for a friend um kind of <laughs> things <laughs> right asking for a friend i have a friend uh -huh. who's going through this sure if it's a friend no problem right um, yeah, just whatever you might be going through, whatever question is on your mind, whether it's about a relationship with a family member, a relationship with a friend, uh, maybe you want to start dating and you're scared to start dating. There was somebody last week, they were asking about, um, uh, what, what do they say again? That they married for a really, really long time and then she ended up getting divorced yeah. and getting back into dating again and was just unsure how to move forward because... I mean, obviously that process can leave you very jaded, but then you're in a different time and a different set of rules as how, as far to, you know, how you date these days too. So just trying to navigate how that worked and what to do when you 
are struggling with, you know, yourself internally, but the, also the behaviors from the outside too. So. Yeah. Oh, so here's a question. Oh, girl. <laughs> How do you start dating when you have three jobs and you're in school? So really that's four jobs. Right. Um, Tara, do you have, do you have any kids too? Cause that would be five. Right. <laughs> Um, so how do you, what do you, what do you think, Rebecca? How do you start dating when your life is just full? Oh, full. I mean, honestly, I guess I would say, why do you want to start dating? So like, do you just want to start dating? Cause you feel like you should, or do you feel like, okay, good. So we're still at four jobs. <laughs> I would guess I would want to know, you know, why do you want to start dating? What's making you feel like it's time. And honestly, like, what are you looking for? Like if you're just looking to casually date, um, then that's way easier to incorporate. But if you're looking for a long-term relationship or something really, really serious, then that's gonna take like carving out some time and figuring out if that's even realistic. Like how much time can you carve out and how it look? Cause obviously dating and relationships take a commitment of time. So yeah. yeah. Well, you are obviously ambitious. Tara, mm -hmm. obviously ambitious. And here's the fact about good men. And, you know, good men are the kind of men that we steer you towards. Good men are very ambitious, very hardworking. They also have very busy lives. So you would actually be compatible with a good man. Um, there is so much that he would find in common with you, which is your drive, your desires, and your lack of time. So he would be like, oh, this is great because, because here's the thing about good men when they start dating, they worry that they won't be able to make it work with anybody because that other person is going to complain about the lack of time that they have. Uh, oh. She's trying to become a paramedic and it's hard to meet someone who matches my drive. It's exactly what I'm talking about, girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so let's say you have one hour a week to get together with somebody. That's perfect because the way that I teach dating is to not rush into anything. My dating rule is no kissing for three months in case you didn't know that yet. So really I'm all about the slow burn. I'm all about slowly peeling back the layers, really getting to know somebody before you kiss because as women, the biology in our body the chemical that's created in a kiss tells our brain that we've completed a vetting process and we know everything we need to know, even though we don't. So my motto is, is see where it goes and then kiss the right one instead of kissing somebody and then seeing where it goes. So Tara, I'm on your side. And I think that you are perfectly poised to actually meet somebody super freaking fantastic because he's going to get you and you're going to get him. So here's what I suggest you do go put up those online dating profiles and tell me in the comments, have you created any online dating profiles? Are they up right now? And does it say I am ambitious? I work three jobs and I am in school and I'm becoming a paramedic and I love my life. I love being busy. I have all this drive and I'd love to meet somebody who's on the same level as I am because men like that, will read your profile and go, Ooh, this will work for me because I don't have to worry about her being upset that I don't have as much time as she does mm -hmm. to date. 
Yep. Absolutely. What do you think about that girlfriend? <laughs> I think, I mean, as far as what you're saying, that's perfectly right, you know, because you want to set that standard. So, hey, I'm a busy girl. I've got a lot of drive and putting that out there. I mean, that's going to naturally let the people that don't line up with that drop off and start attracting like you're talking about, the ones that only have a set amount of time, the ones that are looking for other people, they they recognize the drive and they respect the drive. Um, so it's automatically that standard. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, honestly, oh, like, good men. Profiles down, I'm curious I why. know, <laughs> put them back up. Uh, I will oh. try again, good. Um, oh. Oh. You're your bio sounds better than anything that I, oh, what I just threw out at you. Yeah, see, I'm good. I write the scripts, my love. I write the scripts. Um, you know, anytime that I help people navigate something, I'm giving them the words, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm the word master. That's why I wrote, guys, like, check it out. Oh, by the way, Tara. Uh, so I don't know if you know this, I wrote a bunch of books on dating and relationships. Each book covers a different step. What you want, my love, is no more assholes because this is a two-stage vetting process. The first stage is mindset. So you know the no kissing for three months rule I mentioned? That separates the selfish short-term thinkers and the liars and it gets them taking themselves out of the equation before you kiss and get confused because you, now you feel emotionally involved. Um, and then the second vetting process is compatibility. So first get rid of the selfish short-term thinkers so that only the generous long-term thinkers are standing. Mm -hmm. And then you really look for somebody that you're compatible, compatible with and then you pick that partner. Um, but put your online dating profiles back up, go fishing. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> no more assholes. So <laughs> you're gonna find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, anywhere that you buy books online, it is there. Um, put your profiles back up all over all over don't just stay in one lake because the fish are jumping from one lake to the next because you never know who's going to give up on one site and then go to the next so have your profile splashed up everywhere make sure your profile picture that first one isn't all about like it's it's not boobies it's not sexuality it's not cleavage it's not trying to bring somebody in with your sexiness i want you to bring them in with a compatible activity so show yourself doing something that you want to do with your future partner because if it's too sexy what you're getting is the the trolls the guys who are trolling for sex and you're getting a bazillion responses from those who don't ever answer to anybody who just says hey hi how are you you're pretty if it doesn't touch on what it says inside your profile, if he hasn't mentioned anything that you've said in your profile, he hasn't read your profile, which means he's not worth your time because he's not giving you any time already. I want you to be reciprocal. Somebody who does mention something about your profile, then he's interested in you. Always classy. Love it, girlfriend. I'm high-fiving you on that one. Um, uh, what can you tell her? So I know we've talked about this before on some of the other um, chats that we've had, but she's already a really, really busy girl. And now you're telling her to put profiles on all the dating websites, you know, whichever one she chooses, but cast the net wide. So what can we tell Tara as far as communicating? Because we know that in order to vet those people through that, you have to look through the communications, the correspondences. So like, what are some key points you would tell her to honor her time constraints, but still 
sift through those and make sure she's looking and talking to the right ones. You're not terrible. That's why we're here. No, not at all. <laughs> so cute. Um, number one, don't waste your time, right? Mm -hmm. So if all if all that's written is hi, hello, you're pretty, how are you, right? Like those one <laughs> sentence replies that say nothing about what's inside your profile, do not reply. Don't even Correct. bother to go look at their profiles. Sometimes you go, oh, he's good looking, he's cute, let me see what he's all about. No, he's oh, not no. interested in a relationship. Oh no. I can hear you. Well, you can watch we can watch the replay. Um, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna type this in. You can watch the replay. Um okay. Aw. I know. Okay. Uh so don't waste time. Don't waste any time. Don't go look at the profiles. Those are guys who are just trolling for sex. If you find them attractive, you're going to get caught up in the story. You're going to tell yourself he's good on paper. Oh, good stuff. Good. So I, you haven't missed anything, Tara. Um, <laughs> don't waste any time on anybody who isn't giving you time, anybody who has not read your profile. Don't go look at their profile. That's a waste of time. Only check out the guys who make it obvious that they have read your profile and are responding to something about who you are, that they're not just responding to your looks, right? You want to you know, engage with somebody who's engaging with you on a mind and a heart level, not just a sexual level, and you'll know the difference based on what they write to you. Guys who are trolling for sex are just copying and pasting that one sentence over and over and over again. They're trolling along the bottom of the ocean to see what they're going to catch, right? Don't fall for those ones. And let me tell you, there's uh, one of the followers that we have on here. I gave her that same advice. She says, it is unbelievable how much more peace of mind I have and how quiet it's become on my online profiles. So when you say to the universe, I'm not wasting time with people who aren't responding to me on the right level, the universe goes, let me shut that down for you. And mm -hmm. it starts funneling through the quality people and, and those who aren't interested in who you are going to be as a human being, it's like they don't even see you. So just do it. Do it, girlfriend. Get that started. Open the door. Tell the universe what it is that you're looking for, which is somebody like you. And just open those doors and don't waste time on people who aren't in it for the right reasons. Yep. And I can say, like, even from personal experience, you know, it's funny how we connected, you and I, Chantel, but that's part of why we connected was because so many things that you're talking about I had already done. And that's how I've gotten where I've gotten. That just speaks to everything that you share. Aw. I know. You're welcome, Tara. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Should we sign off on that fantastic note, Rebecca? That's a good point to sign off on. Yay. I love it. I love ending on a high like that. It's fantastic. Oh. Um, guys, we're going to be back here on Monday at noon. We want to see you back here. If, if something happens during the week and you're like, oh, I wonder what Chantal Rebecca would say about this, write it down, pop up. Mm -hmm. on Monday at noon. Ask us your question. We love it. You cannot ask us too many questions. You can't uh -huh. say too many things at us. You can't send us too many hearts. Yep. We 
dig it. We dig yeah, it. Absolutely. So just here to Yay. help them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rebecca, so much love for you. Thank you for doing this with me. Yep. All right, honey, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye, Bye. everybody.